0: The SEC says it is taking a hard line on marketing fees for mutual funds. So, will your financial advisor truly come clean on their conflicts of interest? Maybe start rebating part of their commissions? Hmm. Plus, we quizzed our money friends on how well they know their mutual fund fees will reveal the surprising results. That and so much more on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I'm certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City.
1: And coming to you from outside Detroit, Michigan, where we make the Stacky Benjamin Show, my mom's basement, I'm Joe Salcihi.
0: This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And now we do it for you six days a week. Hey, big thanks to Bestow
1: for supporting Money with Friends. Bestow is term life insurance. It's 100% online and never requires a medical exam prices. They start at $3 a month. And how do you get it? Apply at hellobestow.com slash MWF. That's hello com slash MWF. Well, today we're talking about something that uh, I used to deal with a lot when I was a financial planner. And I I, I want... chose this article, Bobby, because this piece, because most people don't know that this stuff even goes on. And so whenever we can kind of pull back the curtain and show people what happens on the uh, advisor side and give you a little insight into how this works, um, so much the better.
0: Absolutely. Sometimes people pay more because they don't even know what to ask.
1: Yeah, no idea. So we'll get into it here in a second, but first let's see which one of our friends is going to kick off today's show for us. This is Scott from the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. The money talking party starts now. It's time for Money with Friends. All right. This piece comes to us from Investment News. Uh, this is an industry rag where people like me kind of hang out. Uh, money, money nerds. It's from the financial advisory uh, standpoint. This is written by Mark Schoff. Uh The Securities and Exchange Commission suggests advisors rebate revenue sharing payments. What's that all about? Well, let's dive in. Investment advisors, Mark writes, may want to consider offsetting their advisory fees when they take revenue-sharing payments from funds following the release of a Securities and Exchange Commission analysis of potential conflicts of interest, according to experts. The SEC on Friday posted a seven-page document listing frequently asked questions about required disclosures of conflicts related to compensation advisors receive from recommending certain investment products. The FAQ focused. Focused on something called 12B1 fees and revenue sharing related to mutual funds and on payments from clearing brokers. SEC examination staff have observed and enforcement cases have illustrated that in some instances, investment advisors have not appropriately addressed these conflicts of interest, the FAQ states. The document outlines examples of conflicts and how advisors should disclose and address them, reminding advisors that telling clients they may have a conflict knowing they are already receiving revenue-sharing payments is inadequate when the conflict actually already exists. Although the FAQ is written in typically prosaic SEC language, it contains a tough message about revenue sharing, says Tob Sipperman, principal at Sipperman Compliance Services.
0: All right, and this is a quote from Mr. Sipperman. Quote, the disclosure they're suggesting is so onerous and subjective that it will be very difficult to satisfy and cure this type of conflict of interest. The SEC staff is effectively outlawing revenue sharing unless the advisor rebates the compensation to clients. Disclosure alone may never be sufficient for an advisor to satisfy its fiduciary obligations. We can talk about what fiduciary means. Niles Holch, executive director of the Coalition of Mutual Fund Investors, Said the FAQ is telling advisors to reconsider pocketing revenue sharing without giving their clients a related free break. The SEC, Mr. Holtz says the SEC is highlighting this as an option. This option, as an advisor, should take a hard look at. In general, the FAQ theme is t- transparency. "Quote: You need to make sure that the client is aware of the conflict and has an opportunity to respond," Mr. Holtz said. The FAQ comes as the SEC continues its crackdown on advisors who fail to disclose that they are recommending expensive fund share classes, those with 12 B1 fees and revenue sharing, when less expensive share classes are available in the same fund. The initiative has drawn criticism from the financial industry, which says the SEC launched an enforcement sweep without clarifying the share class disclosure standard. The timing of the FAQ baffles a former SEC enforcement official, saying, quote, It is difficult to understand how the SEC has brought more than 100 enforcement cases alleging inadequate disclosure of conflicts arising from the receipt of 12 B-1 fees and revenue-sharing payments if the staff now thought it necessary to issue guidance as to disclosure of the very conflicts its enforcement actions alleged were obvious, says Julie Rue, a partner at DeBuvay & Plimpton and former co-chief of the SEC Asset Management Unit. The SEC has reached settlements with 96 financial, 96, 96 financial firms so far as a result of the share class initiative. So well, basically there's a choice between different class shares, and they're selling people the one where they get a kickback.
1: Yeah. So there's different ways that advisors get fees from companies, and, and sometimes it's an upfront commission that you pay for the fund. They call that an A share. Sometimes there is a B or a C share. This gets into, by the way, Alphabet Soup, where there not only sometimes is a back-end fee to sell it, so the advisor will tell you, hey, you're, you can avoid that upfront fee if you hold on to it for let's say six years, maybe. Which, by the way, with a stock fund, you should do anyway. However, what advisors often don't disclose is that there's also this 12B1 extra fee tacked on if you choose that option so that even though you don't pay a fee upfront, if you look at over the six-year period that you have to hold it, you're still going to pay a similar fee. And what's the sad thing is, Bobby, when you look at these funds that are called load mutual funds, those funds often, and some no load fund families, by the way, still have this 12B1 fee attached. And we can get into that in a moment. The cheapest way for a client to buy is the one that's the most difficult to explain, which is, hey, it's much better if you pay this 5 or 6% fee up front versus the other ways I can sell you this expensive mutual fund. You're actually going to feel it up front and then the the fees are going to be lower later on throughout. And and I know a lot of advisors don't want to do that. They're like, "Nope, I do not want to tell my I don't want to look them in the eye and tell them the cheapest way to buy the fund is to just Take a six percent fee up front, like that. That, that yeah. shows people exactly how expensive these funds are later on. That's not right. even the most onerous piece to me. Let me tell you this: inside, so advisors often at big firms they'll have something called a wrap account, and a wrap account is where they may charge you a one, one and a half, maybe sometimes even two percent fee, sometimes lower. But they have this fee that they charge the client, and that is in exchange for no fees to trade, and just the underlying mutual fund fee. Advisors will sometimes tell you that, but here's what they won't tell you. They won't tell you that uh, some of the funds inside of this wrap account also have 12B1 fees. So on top of the 1% you're paying your advisor, they are choosing from this big range of funds that are available to them. They're choosing from a much more narrow range that have a 12B1 fee attached to, so the advisor can make a lot more money than what you think they're making.
0: How many people you think fully understand what a 12B1 fee is? Six.
1: Six people understand a 12B1 fee. No. And
0: and you're talking about front loads and back end loads and all kinds of stuff going on. I mean, that's, that's a lot.
1: It is a um, lot, which is why I mean that's why advisors don't want to explain it. It takes forever. It 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 goes through some of the nastiness of the industry and how they make money. And advisors are like, you know what? I'm just gonna lose the client anyway. So I'm just gonna tell them, hey, there's a one percent fee. Sign this other disclosure thing, right? That we're not even gonna go over. Nobody ever reads it. It says in detail, but in the most legal way possible, that there might be other fees attached. And hey, I got the disclosure. You should have read this legalese. It's ugly.
0: Well, the good news, Joe, is that we did do a poll on our Instagram stories and our money friends podcast listeners that did, um, there were ans- people voted for all of the answers, including the three out of four incorrect answers, but the highest amount of votes did go to the correct answer for it. When I asked people, what is a 12 B one fee? So that is good news. So I want to commend our audience. The other answers, um, so in first place in our poll was, in our quiz, was that when I asked them, what is a mutual fund 12B1 fee? The, the top answer was that it is an annual marketing fee. Um, also though, the other ones came in, let's see, in close behind though, was that it was a fee if you sell within a short period of time. That came only one vote behind. And then the other answers that still got votes, um, not too many, but we did get a few people voting for that it is a 12B1 fee as a tax on mutual funds. And then also some people said that it's a sales commission that you pay um, one time when you first buy the the fund. So I just want to commend. Can I give a shout out to a couple of people that got it right? Absolutely. Sure. Name, but I do want to give a shout out. So um, Matt Armstrong, you get you got it correct. Um, uh, Rebecca also got it correct. And um, Mittal got it correct. And uh, let me do one more. Um, hang on, let me pull up. There's a bunch of you guys. Um, and uh, Josh, Josh Overmeyer also got it correct. Um, and a bunch more. So we'll, we'll read different names next time. But congratulations yeah. to you guys. Great job. Nice,
1: n- nice job. And by the way, the other things that you mentioned there also have names. The uh, the upfront fee is called a front end load the If there's a fee selling it early, that's called a back-end load. So a load is a fee. Uh, and then a 12B1 fee is this ongoing sales charge. And it's it's that's a great question to ask, by the way. You're working with an advisor. Ask them, what are the 12B1 fees in this? Because the advisor is almost always sharing in those. And even if the advisor isn't, the advisor's company is sharing in them. Because it's a way for, let's say, Putnam Funds, as an example, to, uh, encourage, uh, like a Merrill Lynch to, uh, to sell more of their funds. It's, it's a way for them to make sure that the, that the, uh, advisors with some of these big firms rep their funds versus competitor stuff.
0: And they don't always have to be fiduciaries. Remember, I mean, CFPs in almost every case, um, are fiduciaries. So they have to give you the most appropriate, the best Product for you, but a financial advisor, just a financial advisor, doesn't have to. They just have to give sell you something that is suitable, and a mutual fund with fees can be suitable, even if it's not the best.
1: Here's the thing that's disturbing in this piece that uh, even, the, and this is a part that I'm unclear about. Maybe somebody uh, watching could send me an email, Joe at Stacking Benjamins. It says disclosure alone may never be sufficient for an advisor to satisfy its fiduciary obligation. That means there's fiduciaries recommending some of these funds with 12b one fees. like how do you how do you reconcile that? If I'm a fiduciary and I have two funds and one has this this uh, this this uh, 12b one fee attached that pays me even more versus one that doesn't, and I'm a fiduciary, like how do you how does that your fiduciary obligation is to not choose the the, the there's plenty of funds that don't have this. Mm-hmm. So I don't get it. I thought, I, I thought, by the way, not to belabor this point, I thought 12B1 fees would have been gone a long time ago. I thought they would have been, when I left the industry a decade ago, I thought that 12B1 fees would be gone by now. Because it just, it's, it kind of is the slimy, in my opinion, it's kind of the slimy underbelly um, of the nobody wants to talk about them. And there they are, still here a decade later. Hey, in just a second, we're gonna give you our big takeaway from this piece, but not before we talk about. Bestow because we're so happy that Bestow supports this episode of Money with Friends. We all know life insurance is important, but we also know the process. If you if you know anything about the process, it shouldn't take forever. And if you're familiar with the process of getting life insurance, you know the potential for how excruciating it can be. These long forms. I'm laughing because when I was a financial planner, it was such a pain filling out these forms. Long forms, medical exam that was a couple weeks later, then the long wait for a price that might or might not be what you. Well, you have other things to do, so Bestow makes it super easy. Bestow offers term life insurance. It's 100% online. They never require a medical exam ever. Prices start at, get this, $3 a month. They're available for 2, 10, and 20 years. I personally like the longer-term coverages if you're younger, and you know you're going to need it for a long time, but that two years nice if you just need some duct tape, maybe between jobs. Uh, no need to put in your name, email, phone, et cetera, in order to get a quote. You can you just get the quote and for yours today and you'll feel so much better because you have the coverage you need apply at hello that's hello b-e-s-t-o-w.com slash m-w-f and please put the mwf on the end of that because that tells them that we set you and then bestow can go like wow our relationship with money with friends is something that we should continue. And that keeps us podcasting. So if you're going to use Pistole, please use the MWF. All right.
0: And there's a quick link both in our Instagram file and also on our website. We have a sponsor page now. So you can go to moneywithfriendspodcast.com and get a link that way too.
1: And see them all. Big shout out to Ashley on our team for getting that done this last week. Uh, Bobby, what's our takeaway from this piece?
0: They should tell you about fees, but... The reality is you need to ask. Anytime you buy a product from an advisor, ask what the fees are in any way connected to the the transaction and what are the fees ongoing for this product that you're buying and ask how they are paid at the transaction point when you're first buying it and how are they paid ongoing. Also, make sure they are a fiduciary, and apparently we need to make sure they're a fiduciary actually acting as a fiduciary, meaning that your interest comes first. It's not enough for a product to be suitable. You deserve better, but you do often have to ask, even though you shouldn't have to.
1: I t- totally agree you shouldn't have to ask. Thank um, Thank you it just it's so frustrating when you got to go so exactly uh what about and if yeah which actually gets to my takeaway bobby my takeaway is there's this great thousand dollar word called obfuscate and obfuscate is when the person is trying to kind of do a smoke and mirrors on you they're trying to hide something from you and you know what When I was a financial advisor, we would meet sometimes with 12 to 15 clients a week. Sometimes I'd have five or six meetings in a day, and I wouldn't remember if I told you about a fee or not. And sometimes maybe you'd have to ask me, hey, so what's the fee on that? That may be okay sometimes. If you have to ask me that all the time, Houston, we have a problem, but Regardless, if I try to obfuscate how I'm paid when I answer your question, and if it's clear that I'm doing a little smoke and mirrors game, dog and pony show, it's time to let me go. Do not work with advisors who you have to continually ask about fees because... You don't want to. You don't need somebody in your corner who's hiding stuff from you. This is supposed to be a trusting relationship. And the second that you can't trust your advisor, you got to get rid of them. You have to get rid of them. So that's that's my takeaway. This is twelve b one fees, just dirty underbelly of the entire of the entire industry.
0: How do you really feel, Joe?
1: Well, I don't know if I feel worse about these or some of the slimy annuity practices. Like, give me, give me, give me whole life. The, yeah. the, slimy whole life practices. I'm not, I, I, I don't dislike whole life insurance, but the way that so many people put these round pegs and square holes drives me crazy. Like, yeah. don't do it.
0: But very well uh, said, Joe. No. Well, thank and with, you. And you. And said with feeling.
1: Here, just slightly. Do you, do, do you like my grammar lesson? Obfuscate.
0: Yes. I feel like I'm ready for uh, to compete with my 12 year old on his vocabulary test now. See if I've you can it. do I've that. a new word.
1: See if you can do uh, use the word obfuscate at your cocktail party tonight
0: obfuscate yes that is the word of the day yes
1: see if you can use that Uh, bobby where do we take part in your crazy your crazy uh uh, online quizzes
0: my educational quizzes that was actually a very informative quiz i i stand behind it at uh instagram and on twitter our handle is at Money Friends Pod. And you can also learn more about our sponsors like Bestow and all of our thought leader uh, co-hosts at our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. And you can, like I said, just go to check out sponsors or uh, thought leaders and you can read more about all of that.
1: Awesome. And uh, thanks to everybody who's hanging out with us. If you want to watch a show being made, head to uh, facebook.com forward slash Benjamins. Loving. We got Ron here, uh, Dylan, our friend Tom. Uh, we had Jim here earlier, James, Lori. Thanks everybody for hanging out. Uh, and by the way, thanks to everybody who's listening today. We'll see you guys back here again tomorrow where, Bobby, it's going to be you and who with us tomorrow. Uh,
0: The Deffrey guys are coming back.
1: Awesome. Well, they were fun the first time, so I can't wait. All right, guys. On behalf of Bobby, we'll see you next time back here at Money with Friends. Bye-bye. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamin's LLC, Copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show, and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, MoneyWithFriendspodcast.com.